0: It's once been said that the greatest tragedy in the world is to never become a saint. The greatest tragedy in the world is to never become a saint. If our world needs anything, it's more men and women to take up their cross and to strive for sainthood. We also need witnesses to do that, people to go for us, to show us how to follow Jesus. <coughs> Excuse me. I can remember it was my, my sophomore year in college. I felt called to be a priest, and another priest looked at something I didn't, I didn't know he was looking at. <coughs> he looked at my Facebook page, <laughs> and he asked me, are you really Catholic or not? And I said, yes, I am. And he said, then clean up your damn Facebook page. (laughs) Because I was living a double lifestyle. I was showing people on Sunday that I went to church, I dressed nice, all that kind of stuff. When I came to Friday night, Saturday night, you would never have guessed that I was actually Catholic. And I profess that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. And then that priest began to ask me, if you had to make a list of your top 10 goals in life, what would they be? And I wrote them all down. He said, there's a problem with your list. Being holy is not one of your top 10 goals in life. That should be your number one goal in life, is to be holy, to be a saint, to be set apart for a specific, specific mission. And he began to tell me how God only created one of me and how God created me for a specific plan that only I can do because otherwise he would have created three or four of me, right? And it's great that we have saints. It's great that we have witnesses who give us hope. I love the story of Pope John Paul II whose whole family died by the age of 20. And he survived, you know, the Nazi regime. He survived communism. He was even shot by another man, and forgave him. And those stories of perseverance, you know, like Mother Teresa, not allowing anything to allow her to lose hope in her life, or Maximilian Kolbe to actually lay his life down for another as a priest. To see a man who was about to be killed, who was married, and he said, "I'll die for him. I'm a priest." Or even some of our more recent saints. You know, we have one from our own our own state in Wisconsin, Blessed Solanus Casey, was on his way to be a saint. And his whole life changed when he saw something tragic happen right in front of his eyes at, a rail, at rail, a railroad tracks. He saw a woman get murdered right in front of him. And he said, Jesus, what can I do to make sure that never happens again? And he just felt this prompting to serve radically as his priest. But also, the the, the saints are real. You know, they have struggles like you and I. I think so often we domesticate the saints. We try to make them like St. France of Assisi, but like, you know, like the Hobby Lobby bird feeder version. Like, it's just nice and pretty. It's cute. We don't really want to look at the fact that they had sin in their lives. You know, they have a past. And if we domesticate the saints when we look at the Beatitudes, they literally make no sense. But what does Jesus say, blessed, or are also the word is happy in Greek? Happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of, of heaven. What does that mean? I think so often we, we mistake that. The poor in spirit to have poverty of spirit <laughs> means you have you've come to this awareness that all you need is Jesus. And if you can get that one thing right, that all you need is Jesus, you'll realize how happy you can be on this side of heaven. We also hear, blessed are those who, who mourn, for they will be comforted. What does that mean? You're going to be happy when you mourn and grieve because this place, earth, does not have a last say. And our God loves us so much. If you've lost someone recently, he loves you so much that he's saying, you can see them again. And oh yeah, by the way, you can still talk to them again, to like right now. Because we believe if you're in heaven, if you've made it through purgatory and you get to heaven, you're more alive in heaven than you are on earth. Right? Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who have seen injustice is done like blessed Sonas Casey, like John Paul II. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. People actually take up the teachings of Jesus. Forgive one another as I have forgiven you. If you've begun to forgive people, maybe even that person that you see in the mirror every morning, and you start to forgive yourself, you will realize how powerful forgiveness is. We also hear blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And this is the one I don't think a lot of us like to hear. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. For theirs is the king of heaven. And then Jesus looks at you right in the eye and he says, blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. He says, rejoice and be glad for your reward will be great in heaven. When's the last time you meditated upon heaven and how amazing heaven is going to be? I think so often we get so consumed by this world because we become consumers. But the one thing that separated the saints from those who are not saints is they were consumed with the things of heaven. And the one tragedy is that, again... On this, on this side of heaven is to not become a saint. And if you had to make a list of your top 10 goals in life, would becoming a saint or becoming holy be one of them? If I were to look at your, your cell phone, if I was to look at your social media page, if I was even to walk into your room, would I know that you're even striving to be a saint? And I don't mean by having all this holy stuff up. That, that, that doesn't make you holy. I mean by even just living a simple life. One thing that, that the saints always is is they, they, they traveled lightly. They knew that no matter where they went, that the Lord was all they needed. We literally just sung that. Lord, I need you. Let us make a firm resolution in this Mass to do our best to know that We don't just need the Lord at Mass. We need him every step, every breath we take throughout the day. And when you actually rely upon him, you will see amazing things happen. That's relying means to trust in him. And the Lord is asking each of us to trust in him more and more each day to say simple things like, I got got you. If you trust me, I got you. As we rely on the Intercession of St. Therese this year, we started asking that question yesterday at Mass what little yes is Jesus asking of you today? When I asked that question this morning, I just heard the Lord say, Be helpful. Be helpful. Be full of help. Be like a saint. But sometimes that means you have to, to rest to be helpful, right? Sometimes it means you have to make that difficult phone call to be helpful. And sometimes it means you have to get on your knees and ask the Lord for the grace to clean up the mess that you're making. Because the Lord is great with messes. And when I was at that stage in my life, my, my, my sophomore year in college, I was not proud of who I was becoming. I wasn't. But I'm really happy that Priest had the guts to say a difficult truth to me. Say, like, make sure you look like a Catholic always. But he said, not for me. He said, do it for your heavenly father who sent his only son to die for you because he loves you that much. It is only the love of Jesus that converts hearts. I can't do it. Only love of Jesus does it. But it's always better to start with one little thing than a big thing. So what little thing is the Lord asking you to become a saint in? Now, it might mean, might mean he's calling you to die to death, die to self in something. It also might mean he's asking you to surrender something to him. And most likely he's just asking you to just trust in him, that he will indeed take care of you. Take a moment of silence to ask the Lord to, to pierce our hearts like he pierced the hearts of all the saints so we can live in his grace and rely upon him instead of ourselves or even those around us who aren't leading us to become saints. Because wouldn't it be a tragedy to not become a saint? Because the hard truth is, my friends, either you go to heaven or you go to hell in this life. Either you become a saint or you go to hell. These are choices we make. And the saints chose heaven. These are realities. People don't like to talk about them. But when you're persecuted for the sake of righteousness, know that your reward will indeed be great in heaven. Amen.